4: And the Odyssey app, along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby A. NFL and college football analyst Mike D'Attille. I'm Christian Garrick. Mike and Bobby, have you heard too much about uh, Andre Carter? Could be just the second first round draft pick in the NFL out of Army since 1947. You heard about this situation? Yeah. no, no, you, yeah, uh, I have no, heard about. They're, they're, about y'all it.
2: have, so explain it to me because I have not heard. Okay, uh,
4: originally the U.S. Um, so, um, Congressman Wisconsin Congressman Mike Gallagher introduced an amendment to the National Defense Authorization Act that would. Require athletes at military academies to fulfill their five-year service obligation before pursuing outside employment, which includes professional sports. He says U.S. military service members' academies exist to produce warfighters, not professional athletes. Now, that has since been um, amended. Um, yep. By you know from. from there was Carter. a
3: small amendment to it.
4: Yeah. So basically, it's going to allow Andre Carter II to become eligible for the NFL draft, and a lot of Mike. A lot of folks, a lot of publications have him as a mid to late round, for, late first round pick.
3: I have him as an early second. But, I mean, I can understand that. Listen, there ain't a lot of difference between being a late first round pick and an early second other than finances. Uh, he's a good football player. And uh, the fact that he's going to serve this afterwards, uh, that should yeah, have been yeah, a yeah, no-brainer. Yeah, 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 cool. I mean, who's the knucklehead who will come up with this uh, some, idea? Cause, probably uh, some uh, liberal. Because President Trump changed that years ago. Uh, changed it years ago. And then they'd try to do an amendment with this. And so, uh, man, he's a great spokesman for Army. Uh, he's always been out front.
2: Uh, we got a great damn spokesman for the Saints who's on the practice squad. The big Air Force cat. Yeah. I mean, uh, What? And he's from a military family. I mean, uh, he's so big he can't fit in a damn jet. No, no he, he didn't put.
3: Now, Chad Henning's—he he was in the Air Force. He, 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 yeah, you play, think they put Chad a in a jet?
2: No, he might be able to service <laughs> yeah. a, a jet or a mechanic. Whatever. They can't. Come on.
3: They ain't fitting in no, no jet. Uh,
2: hey, hey, listen. That's why everybody's not equal. Everybody wants to be equal. Everybody's not equal. You're always gonna have haves and have nots. And there's exceptions
3: uh, to the rule. Yes. If you can
2: excel, like are you promoting the Air Force? You uh, promoting the Naval Academy? You you uh, uh, promoting the army, West Point, whatever, okay? If you have the ability to all of a sudden play in the National Football League at the highest level, isn't that a great promotion recruiting tool uh, for that uh, particular branch of the military? Because everybody that'll oh. interview him will bring yes! that up in conversation. Come on, come on. That that's why uh, to me, I don't care if you a stud for Navy or if you a stud for Air Force or if you a stud for Army. I, I, Whatever. If you have the ability to play in the National Football League, you should be given that opportunity. And uh, Listen, you could be utilized as the unbelievable recruiter to help the Naval Academy or Air Force. Help the Army. Oh, whatever it might be. And then you might be, well, we want you to do a little more. Then you could do that all on the back end. I mean, come on. So let's say you're playing in the National Football League. Even if you play, let's say, a half a dozen years. Aren't you still a young man? Mm-hmm. You're probably in your late twenties, yeah. early thirties. So then you could serve.
4: Come on. Not to mention, you can also serve during the offseason. You could do other. Yeah, things. yeah, exactly. Listen, normally, I'd be all. I'm, I'm kind of a commitment guy, right? Whenever you, right. but I'm also, I'm also a capitalist. Uh, I, you know, and I believe in. Well, I'm a
3: realist with this. And, and look, he's I, not trying to get out of it.
4: No no no, 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 no. And normally, I'd be like, hey, he has to serve his time. But I do think he that there can are still serve his there time. There are extenuating circumstances where guys. Potentially, you, Bobby, you were a late bloomer. What if this guy was a late bloomer? He was a late bloomer. Right. He was so a late bloomer. he didn't bloomer. have NFL written all over him when he came out of high school like some guys do.
3: He was a zero and recruit.
4: Now, now, now Didn't think, have a star. Yeah.
2: Now think about this. He would have an opportunity in the NFL, and he excels. Think about the promotion, whatever the service academy, whether it be the Army, Navy, or Air Force. Look what Airports. Roger
3: did. For the uh, Naval uh, Academy, look at
2: Roger Staubach.
3: He did serve. He did look serve, but look what he, but but look what he, he did changed. afterwards. Yeah, and
2: afterwards, yeah. Come on, that—that's why. Uh, listen, uh, the, 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 don't. Uh, all the rules are the same for everybody. No, that's hey! not accurate. Uh, that ain't the real world. Okay, uh, guys.
3: During the break, uh, uh, Jaquelin Roy, uh, LSU's defensive tackle, announced that uh, he is giving up his uh, senior season at LSU, and he has declared early for Where the NFL draft. I, listen, I like him, uh, and I've told some scouts this. I think he's a late third, early fourth-round pick. He's a big man in the middle who's got some pass rush potential. He does a nice job stopping the run. Man, he knows how to use his arms and hands real well to disengage from blockers. And, boy, him and Wingo last year, man, they were tough inside uh, for, for LSU. So uh Keelan Roy – has uh, announced on his Twitter site that he is uh, coming out early for the NFL draft. That's not a surprise to me. Really is not. Uh, I thought he was leaning in that direction almost from the end of the season until finally making it uh,
1: complete. All
4: right, we'll step away and come back for Jimmy. Also, Wilson Alexander covering LSU for The Advocate in Times-Picune. This is Sports Talk here on WWL. Field Yates of ESPN's reporting that Saints guard Cesar Ruiz has been placed on injured reserve with a foot injury. Bobby, what's your reaction to that news? <laughs> Give it to him, maybe.
2: Uh Well, well uh, good riddance. I mean, I don't
4: know. Cesar, he's
2: not, Now, we, we want him to work out. I mean, that's he's Caesar. a first round pick. He's got to work out. Listen, if he was like Throckmorton or whatever, uh, then you'd be like, oh, okay, he's an overachiever. But if you're a first rounder, uh, like uh, McCoy. You know, that center guard combination. Don't we need them to kick ass and be like, great, n- n- not good or, 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 you know. Above uh, average. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Above, you got to yeah, play yeah, like yeah, a first-round yeah, You have pick. to be great. Okay. I'm going to um, read this and what occurred in the game, because Saints fans remember this, uh, what happened against Atlanta. And then uh, McCoy goes on to say, I thought I was pretty good in the run game. Though there were a few things to clean up in the pass, pro, pass protection, McCoy said, "Atlanta ran a really good twist on us, and we were down our own uh, uh, ten, and got a sack off of it. Uh, they beat me and Caesar. Uh, they didn't pass it. They did that twist on stunt. Uh, that's something that we've got to get corrected. Hell yeah, you got to get that corrected. And then all of a sudden, uh, another Caesar Ruiz play. Wasn't it like?" Okay, help me out, Mike or Christian, if I can recall. I, I I don't have my notes right in front of me. It was like second and inches. I I want to say maybe second and six inches. Then uh, everybody says, okay, give the ball to Alvin Kamara. Well, we got a freaking block, and all of a sudden, uh, Grady, uh, Mike Christian, Grady Jason, Jarrett, Grady Jarrett whips Caesar, and all of a sudden it's minus three. <laughs> <laughs> so now. It's all of a sudden, instead of, man, how how did we not get the first down? And then all all of a sudden, you have inches, and then like uh, you have minus three. So, those are the kind of plays. If you're a first rounder, no, no, you might say, oh, come on, Abear, you got to be more sympathetic. What? Sympathetic? Nothing. No, if you're a first rounder, you got to be freaking dominant. You got to be dominant. You got to be great. You can't be average. No, Throgmorton can be average. Look where Throgmartin came from. Uh, James Hurst. Are you saying? Hurst is that left average? tackle. Yes, he's not like a first-rounder. No, no, no. He, 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 to me, he's gotten better, but he's still too much on a roller coaster. Up and down, up and down. No, I, I'm spalled. I'm spalled because of Jari Evans and Carl Nix. No, I, I, I'm going to keep it real, where all of a sudden uh, you see greatness. And then you want greatness to be a first-round Didn't draft, he flat-out
4: whiff on that block? Like I think he blocked down, and they didn't even block him at the point of attack? I, I he he moved,
2: that. he
3: sort of shuffled his feet and moved one way, yeah. <laughs> and he, he slid inside.
2: Yeah,
4: that's he, he no. Now, no, no.
2: Cesar Ruiz. Uh, he's uh, gotten better. He's gotten better. Uh, he, he's not as bad as when uh, Drew Brees got uh, the crap knocked on him by Contavia Street <laughs> from the 49ers when he uh, jacked all his ribs up. He had not been that bad. But again, he's gotten better, but he needs to be way better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We, we need McCoy. And the same thing. Uh, uh, listen, A- 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 Andrews Pete is probably thanking God that Caesar Ruiz is this team, so Abner well, can, uh, can get off of me <laughs> and talk about Caesar Ruiz. A- 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 Andrews Pete. It gets almost to the point where Caesar Ruiz can't even hold Andrews Pete's job. I mean, it's like we were okay, so if spoiled picking in the you right interior. now,
3: who would you pick? Andrews Pete. A Cesar Ruiz. Andrews Pete. Uh, Andrews Pete. I would too. Uh,
4: uh, a- a- Initially, P. they had him as a tackle. He eventually found his home at, at guard. Gog- hey, hey, hey,
3: and all this stuff, pro football focus. And listen, not to down him. I think some of what they do is very good. You can't tell me that Ruiz, one of the top offensive guards in the game. What the hell are you watching that we not watching? It, it, something's wrong here. It, and who's doing the grading on that also? Well, 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 That's well, the, the other well, thing. Well,
2: the thing is you can never be the liability. If you along the offensive line, and you know when you're at your best, when they're not they're not even talking about you. All of a sudden, like Teron Armstead, or it could be Ryan Ramchek and all that, they're like, oh, everybody's doing their job, and you don't even like, mention them. When you mention them, usually it's something negative. So that's where, to me, like when I look at Cesar Ruiz, and that an in interior. Again, we've been spoiled because we've had unbelievable like interior, like guards and centers. You know, we can go way back to Jeff Fain. Uh, but when you look at like uh, Goody, uh, Jonathan Goodwin, and then uh, the, to me, Delapuente
3: uh, came in. The, the, the
2: Delapuente had the. two He was a stud, big time
3: overachiever. But
2: the stud guards alongside him, when you had Carl oh, and Jari Evans. But uh, to me, I can still date to this day. And we were like uh, fans who that nation were like, oh, why are we getting rid of Jimmy Graham? <laughs> so what if he bends the goalpost and he slams the dun- dunks in? You remember? Sean said, don't you do that. And he kept
4: doing it. I mean, yes, it's gone. Well, there was also gone. a dispute about whether he was a tight end or whether he was a receiver. Yeah, to get, to get paid, to no, get paid. I mean, I
3: understand people touching your money, but Max yeah. Hunger is the greatest uh, uh, center that has ever put on the black and gold. Uh, well,
2: well, the and very best. So that's why I don't poo-poo that trade. Uh, because we got the better of that. Yeah, uh, but Stephon when I, when Anthony was a part of that. Yeah, one, when, you, when oh, well, you, who's you that? The whiff on that. <laughs> Stephon Anthony. Oh, Stephon yeah, Anthony. That was the whiff. First rounder. Man, uh, Stephon Anthony, I don't think he was very bright. I mean, I think he could maybe do a few things on specialties. Play linebacker position. He was. No, um,
4: I remember when. It he was, was, was real Clemson, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah Clemson. Clemson. Yeah, yeah. It oh, ended. I, I, I knew it was over for Stephon Anthony when Sean Payton on his conference call flat out said, he thinks it's run. When it's passed pass and, and passed when it's, pass and it's, pass and it's run. run. Yeah. Well uh, okay. So that,
3: when your own coach is calling you out
2: like that, it's uh, never
3: good. That, that's not good.
2: That statement is very similar to you remember like uh, against gives the Ram Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown, he's a clown. You remember the whole tackle, Charlie Brown? Yeah, okay, I've seen, I've seen uh, enough. I've seen enough. <laughs> I've seen enough. You got to go. Come on. Now, I think the Huda Nation would appreciate maybe if Dennis Allen, maybe Dennis Allen wants to win more games, has more skins on the wall to make that kind of statement. But a lot of times you look at players, come on, I've seen enough. We've given you an opportunity. Uh, You know what? You can maybe play
4: somewhere else. We're going in a different direction. He did the same thing with Garrett Hartley when he when he jettisoned him. He said, I'd seen enough. Yeah, that, Garrett and, Hartley and, fell into that
2: rut. And, and 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 look what Garrett Hartley meant to the Who That Nation and the Saints winning a Super Bowl. Yeah. Right? And, and man, that's Super what B- have you done for I mean, our That
3: Super Bowl Sunday and the NFC championship game hitting, hitting that one kick. Uh, and then Super Bowl Sunday, people forget
2: yeah.
3: uh it's how good he football. was that day. He was fantastic. Garrett Hartley
2: is one of the main reasons why we won a championship. Sure. So I'll, I'll never poo poo Garrett Hartley, but if you want to continue the career and have double digit seasons. That's why Will Lutz it, got
3: paid. It, it, it
2: doesn't matter whether you Will Lutz, Blake Gillikin. Look at That He's still punting. He's still punting. Because you, uh, listen, you got to be so consistent and be at the highest
4: level or they get somebody else to take your job. Jimmy and Gretna, what's going on, Jimmy? You're on WWL.
1: Hey guys, Hey, two questions. I'm going to hang up and listen. Number one, I want to give, I want to get y'all's quick breakdown of the New Orleans Bowl tomorrow. Western Kentucky and South Alabama at the dome. I see tickets are five bucks on the secondary market for anybody who wants to be a Division One game. Jim, you should be a ticket broker. We'll South Alabama.
3: Yeah. <laughs> All I know I one thing is up. Western Kentucky can sling it.
1: It's, it's been hey, like and, that for fifteen years. They can throw. Hey, it. And, and, hey Mike, and I want to get your take. Listen, and I want to get Christian Bobby's take on this too. But definitely Mike's because I know you got a long history with these guys. Uh, today, Ronald Gasser, he, uh, you know, he um, said he was guilty there in the manslaughter case with um, with Joe McKnight. and I know that oh. you. Can you give us a good story? Now he's going to do ten years. It looks like. The guy from the West Bank who killed Joe McKnight. Can you give the listeners a, a story about what Joe McKnight was like in uh, high school? He was Reggie he was Bush on the local level.
3: He was the Reggie Bush of, of high Louisiana. school players in Louisiana. Yeah, uh, he was electrifying, and uh, man, Joe was quick and he was fast, and he could catch the ball so well coming out the backfield. He could have went anywhere in the country. There are only maybe five or six guys like that that you see throughout uh, my 35 years, and Joe was one of them. He could have went anywhere. I know Coach Joe thought he was going to Ole Miss, and I, I told baby hey, no way, no way. He, he, he headed to USC, but you know he turned into a really good punt, kick, return guy, but as a high school player, he was wow. the Reggie Bush of Louisiana at that time. Man, well, well, he was unbelievable.
2: Uh, so what, Jim, what you say? Uh, the guy who shot him got 10 years? Yeah, he, he got 10 uh, years. He got 10 years? Okay, Michael Glass. Uh, it, it was a, it was a, a road rage
3: slaughter. type deal. Okay, the moral of that so story sad, is man. right Good now, Lord.
2: listen, you can have road rage and you might give somebody the finger, but you can't freaking shoot him. No. Uh, you, you might yell and rant and rave. But, Bob, you Come see on. it,
3: we see it all over today. No, no, no,
2: wait, no, think about this.
3: See it all. You again.
2: can never be in a situation where you think you got to pull out a gun and it's final. You can never be in a situation that all of a sudden uh, you pull out a gun. Okay, because you pull out a gun, you're willing to use that gun, and you know what it probably means? That uh, somebody's probably losing their life or have an opportunity to lose their life. Yeah. It ain't a fight. It ain't a fight Are you going to get in an argument. That's why, to me, I don't know, society compare it to past years, road rage and all that, somebody cut you off and all that. What, you going to shoot him? I'm like, how much common sense is in that? Okay, you cut me off, so now I'm going to shoot you. What? I mean, think about that.
4: I don't know if it was that cut and dry in terms of he just. Ah,
2: They they, they were chasing each other down, cutting off. You know who has the bigger, you know what? And uh, you test my manhood. Oh, no, my manhood. Oh, you're not going to disrespect me like that. So what? I'm going to shoot you and I'm going to go to jail. Come on.
3: And you took somebody's
2: life. Think about that. You took someone's Uh, life. You you hurt my pride. You hurt my feelings. Uh, So now I'm going to get rid of you.
4: What? No, yeah, there's no doubt. No? Uh, uh, come on. It's, it's heinous. It's ridiculous. No, yeah.
2: But as a
3: I'm football not, player in high school, man, I, there ain't a lot of guys I could put in Joe McKnight's category. I
4: saw him one time, and I think, Mike, you're you're – Description of Reggie Bush and, uh, is exactly uh, it's, it's right on point. Right. I mean, That's right why USC to, was after him. No, he he, he, he yeah. was yeah. the Reggie
2: Bush, Bush. of Louisiana. Yes, and just
4: as shifty, did some things on a high school football. Look, I saw Leonard Fournette play in high school. He was a man amongst boys. Joe McKnight was right up there in, ter- in terms of a man, man amongst boys that could do almost anything he wanted. On a high school football field.
3: Yeah, Leroy
2: Horde. I'd I put his name. Yeah, in Leroy that. Horde man, from St. Uh, Leroy. Okay, from St. Saint Saint who Went to the University of Michigan. Yeah. Uh, he was a man amongst boys like Leonard Fournette was. So Mike, that was, when was that? That was way back in the day yeah. now, Leroy Horde. Yeah. Cleveland Browns. Browns. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And man,
3: Leroy, <laughs> you, you were fixing to catch it with him. You no, know, because, man, he was a big back and he had another gear he could kick it into. Uh, I agree with you on Fournette. He was like a man. Uh, amongst
2: he was a man in ninth grade. Yeah, When you think about this, who's a man in life? Okay, you know, they have hair on my body, how am I maturing? Who's a man amongst boys are the same age and they're in ninth and tenth grade? Well, that was Leonard Fournette. Yeah. If you went to watch a St. All game and Leonard Fournette, it was like, whoa. The, okay,
3: the, the, kind the, of kind growing level. up in this era, basketball. Larry
2: Wilson, Rick Roby. Yeah, Rick Robert, Brother Morton uh, with they the could, Kentucky Boston Celtics. Oh, uh, yeah. without a doubt. Yeah, they're, they're, they're different level. Yeah.
4: Viper in New Orleans, you're next. This is Sports Talk here on WWL. Listen to every MLB game live.
1: And the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is guys.
0: Stream Minor League Affiliates.
1: The Midwest League home run league.
0: Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month.
2: Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez
0: ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
4: Back here on Sports Talk, Bobby Aber, Mike Natilier, Christian Garrick, and welcome in now Wilson Alexander covering LSU. For the Advocate Times, Yoon. LSU early signing period starts tomorrow across college football. Wilson, I figured out Bobby Yebert's biggest pet peeve. I know you're dying to know this. Don't cruise in the left lane on the highway. Don't Wilson, cruise.
3: Wilson knows better than that. No,
2: no. It's a passing lane, it's not a speed limit lane. It's a passing lane. Get in the middle or to the right. Don't especially you got like a truck or an eighteen wheeler? What the hell are you doing in the left lane going like sixty-five miles an hour? Bobby got you got a, to
3: move over. Bobby got in a woo-woo match with a eighteen wheeler yesterday. Wilson's
4: like great. No,
2: hey Wilson, it's like, I, and I think I'm respective of all drivers, and this is a global perspective. United States or anywhere in the world, you uh, you can go to Autobahn in Germany. You do not get in the left lane unless you freaking drive it if you drive and it's a passing lane it's not a cruising lane you got to pull over and just be respectful for the public uh wilson if you had about two
3: hours i would tell you the whole story
2: so that's my public service (laughs) so
3: first of all it's the first time we've had you on but congratulations um you got engaged and man congratulations um i know the gal a little bit and um uh, glad for you buddy
0: Thanks, y'all. Yeah, I really appreciate it. I know you know the the trap. I sure
3: do. Out. I sure
0: do. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm very uh, excited to be uh, joining their family. Really happy she said yes. It's been great ever since. Uh, ever since that day It was uh, just really wonderful hearing from everybody. Thank you as well for. Uh, hey, uh,
2: uh, uh, so Wilson, this is kind of like I guess we go, uh, the, the second time I heard this. I mean, I think I heard it earlier. So, uh, I think you do a great job. Don't tell me you're going to go run a car dealership now <laughs> instead, right?
3: No, I didn't tell him that either. No, he didn't. No, I didn't just, tell him That was Wilson. just on top
2: of my head. I'm like saying, man, I, I think this is awesome for Wilson. I mean, don't, he needs to stay in the media. I think he
0: does a great job. Well, thank you. I, and, I, and I don't think that running a car dealership is for me. I don't think I could do it as well <laughs> as Mr. Trapp.
3: No, Hecky, he, heck he's been in that business a long time, him and his dad. Uh, Wilson, uh Anything that you could think of for tomorrow? And I know Ricks is the guy. I think everybody's watching at this stage. And he posted, a, I guess, maybe a little bit of a cryptic picture. He's sitting on top of Tiger Stadium and looking down. and uh, But, you know, they have people in Florida think he might go there or go to University of Alabama. Uh, your thoughts on him? But for me, defensive line, because they lost two guys over the last month. Uh, of the recruiting season, guys from out of state that decided to go elsewhere. Uh, first of all, wh- what do you think will happen with Desmond Ricks? And secondly, along the defensive line, because you had some numbers there, and then all of a sudden uh, those numbers sort of dwindled a little bit, losing two guys.
0: With Desmond Ricks, things feel like they're in a pretty good spot for LSU. Obviously, we'll see exactly what happens here over the next two days. He does not sign until Thursday – and so it kind of takes, like you said, Wednesday I don't think will be a crazy day. Tomorrow, a lot of the attention will really be on Thursday. And what right. is he going to do? Because it's a five-star cornerback who would instantly become the highest rated player in LSU's class and could possibly start day one at a really, really big position of need. Uh, the picture, you know, he took an official visit to LSU over the weekend. There's some of the pictures on his account from yep. his other officials from Alabama and Florida, and it's kind of down to those three. And LSU, like I said, I think has a really good shot here, um, but just has to make sure it can close in these last couple days because that's the way recruiting is and all that. Um, But I think LSU is in a good place. And so uh, we'll see exactly what happens with Desmond. As for the defensive line, yeah, they lost to Ron Reed, and that was really big because uh, he was an interior defensive lineman. The other defensive lineman that LSU has in this class, even Joshua Mickens, the other person who decommitted, um, they were edge rushers, and LSU needs edge rushers as well for the future, but it also needs interior defensive linemen, and there isn't really uh, any in this class as it stands right now. Um, you know, maybe they can get Jordan Hall, but it looks like he's probably headed uh, elsewhere I think where LSU is really going to be finding those backup defensive linemen to just provide depth behind Mackay Wingo and Mason Smith um, will be through the transfer portal. Uh, You look at maybe Arizona uh, defensive lineman Paris Shand. um, That's somebody who they've been in the running for. And then Florida defensive lineman Jalen Lee just entered the transfer portal a couple weeks ago, Um, but maybe he can go, uh, you know, end up at LSU as a possible target there. So, uh, definitely some priority uh, names there for LSU about that corner with Desmond and anybody on the defensive line. Your thought,
3: your thoughts on Quincy Wiggins? Uh, Quincy grew up on the Bayou and then uh, family situation. He moved to Baton Rouge. Um, he used to train at uh, Camp Mula with uh, with Turk, uh, Ernest Harvey Jr. Man, you talk about an athlete. Man, he he's got one of the longest wingspans I've seen, and so that told me he's going to grow up into a, be a big guy. Uh, A lot of people said, oh, he's just going to play defensive end. Um, He might outgrow that defensive end body. And I'm anxious to watch him play in the bowl game because, man, he is a very talented and a big man that's going to get bigger.
0: I'm interested to watch him there too because – I asked Brian Kelly, you know, uh, when we talked to him on Saturday, what else are you going to do at edge rusher in the bowl game would be Joe Shalari opting out and Desmond Little in the transfer portal. The only person at Jack linebacker who they have still on the roster is Xavier Carter. Okay. Do they move Harold Perkins around because he's not really, really inside yet? Or is that maybe where Quincy Wiggins future is? Um, there could be an opportunity for him there. And even if it's not just at that uh, Jack linebacker spot, Getting him in there in some way would be really maybe some of the things that make this bowl game kind of fascinating because you start to talk about 2023 and look ahead. Um, You know, him and Savion Jones are certainly candidates to replace Ali Gay at that strong side defensive end spot if LSU wants to put them there. Um, And Brian Kelly said that uh, Quincy had been looking good during these bowl practices. This was really a focus to get them in bowl practices. And it's uh, really great for LSU in this specific scenario that the NCAA lifted the um, you know four-game restrictions to redshirt that bowl games aren't going to count against that because Quincy had played in four. But now, you know, he's able to actually get into this game, and else you can see kind of a little bit more of what they have in him.
2: So, Wilson, uh, what is your take? Uh, the, the way I look at it now, I'll look at the point spread and all, and obviously who's playing, who's not playing. I don't care if they got Drew Brees or not. I mean, is it very similar to what LSU was facing last year against Kansas State, now LSU and Purdue, uh, that, uh, I mean, is this even a feather in your cap, uh, with the bowl win? I mean, what, what does it, like, actually mean? Now, obviously, you want to win a bowl game, but what, what is your take on, I mean, I'd be shocked if LSU don't handily uh, take care of Purdue.
0: Yeah, I feel like LSU – is certain is obviously the favorite in this game. The line has only just gotten bigger and bigger and bigger since Purdue had all these players opt out, and it feels like LSU has a really good chance here to go and, and win its tenth game and, and beat Purdue uh, without too much trouble, maybe in this bowl. Purdue already going through the coaching change, and then starting quarterback Aiden O'Connell opts out, and then right after that, um, his two leading receivers, um, their tight end, and then Charlie Jones, who was one of the most productive wide receivers in the nation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean he led the country with 110 receptions, a little over 1,300. Yards tied for the Big 12 lead with Marvin Harrison Jr., that's you know stud wide receiver at Ohio State with 12 touchdowns, and he's not playing. And they're, um, you know, they have some other you know players on offense, but nobody that you know has that kind of production. And so, it will be interesting to maybe kind of see what Purdue if they just sort of you know tries to get throw some gadgets and some gimmicks in there to maybe try to catch LSU off guard. But I feel like LSU's talent is going to be able to overcome any sort of thing that else or that Purdue might try. Um, they're favored in this game for a reason and should be able to win, I think.
3: I, I'm interested in Savion. You brought his name up. Uh, man, I got to watch him at St. James. And first, looking at him, didn't you, Hunter? That, that popped in my head. Uh, I watched him play basketball. He's a great athlete. He's starting to fill that frame out a little bit more. and And he's another guy. I've heard Coach talk about him. You know, he almost gets to the edge about, man, he's really doing well. And he sort of peels back. I think this is a little bit of motivation for Savion to get in there and show a little bit more. But when he's played, uh, Wilson, he's been productive. And, man, he's a guy that can really come off the edge strong, and he's got great closing speed.
0: He is a really solid edge uh, you know, pass rusher there off at the edge. That's probably what he is still doing best at this point in his career. We talked to him earlier in the season, and he was talking about how he still needs to get better as a uh, run uh, stopper, um, especially if he's going to be a strong side defensive end. That's, uh, they, you know, with, with his hand in the dirt, he's got to be able to do that. Um, But it looked like he was starting to get better over the season. He credited Jamar Cain with his development in that area in particular. Uh, But for him to kind of step up and take that next step next season um, after Ali leaves and possibly become a full-time starter, that's where he's going to really just have to continue to develop. But you're right. I mean, he had, let's see, five tackles for loss, three and a half sacks, uh, a pass breakup, a quarterback hurry, um, even forced a fumble. Um, And that was just in some, you know, he played in every game, but that was with some limited action. Um, so he's another promising piece of that defensive line who could really be accounted on next season.
4: Wilson Alexander covers LSU for the advocate, Thomas McHugh. Thanks, Wilson. Thank you, Wilson. Thanks, Congratulations, buddy. One, Merry Christmas. All right, Merry Wilson. Uh, All right, this is Sports Talk here on WWL. Yeah, Wilson's marrying large. Right back to our Oakland Art Jewelers talking text lines. Sometimes the conversations off the air are better than the ones on the air. Let's talk to Viper. Viper. Uh, go ahead, Viper. You're on WWL.
1: Hey, how y'all doing today? Hey, Viper. What you got? Hey, uh, Bobby, you met me at the uh, prostate screening.
2: Oh, yes, uh, yes. We uh, the Tulane, yes. Yeah, with Ricky Jackson yeah, man, and all. Look, yeah, yeah.
1: Absolutely. Remember I told you that C.J. Gardner-Johnson was the biggest mistake we ever made? Oh, uh, I'd, I'd have to say so when you think about you that this, uh, vibe. Have, viper, go ahead. i tell you what, man. That guy infused into the Saints of pride that, that was unbelievable. He would make an intercept or make a big play, and it, it would juice up the whole team.
2: Amen. I mean, man, he, 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 he would, would juice want... up DeMario Davis.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, he, he was phenomenal. His, his attitude and his sense of, of manhood when he played, it, it was a, uh, a different level for him.
2: Different level. Yeah, a
1: whole different level. He, he transcended the whole team. Next thing I want to say is, hey, man, our best quarterback is not on the field. I want to, I want to say that Jameis has been dealt a bad hand. Never has he been – Well, he'll have a chance in
2: the future. He'll have a chance somewhere else. He'll have a chance because there's not enough quarterbacks in the NFL. But I'm telling you, Jameis Winston has not beaten out Andy Dalton. Okay, going back to C.D. Deuce. All I know is right now as a team, we have three interceptions. Uh, You might say, well, it was practice, but I don't know they're competing at a high level. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, C.D. Deuce had like – off the top of my head, like five or six picks in training camp. In like one month. Right right now, we only have three interceptions for the season.
4: Mike will talk to you tomorrow.
0: See you tomorrow, All right, Mike.
4: Sports (laughs) talk continues here on WWL.
0: We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? (laughs) It's (laughs) better
1: over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month
0: with eligible trade in when you switch.